live. Live. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Nerdy Up North podcast. It's a nerdy podcast, and it's hosted by Northern Nerds. I am one of your hosts, Sam. And I'm the other host, Paul. And tonight we are joined by another host, because I called him a guest on Sunday, and I still feel guilty to this day. Uh, Jake, who runs oh, the... <laughs> I didn't. that didn't phase me, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> who runs the gaming channel and also does interviews with certain people. So, and his last one with... Uh, what was it again? I've forgotten now. The Geek Retreat Geek lads. Retreat guys. That one was really interesting and quite a fun one. It was, and they had a cool D&D room that they were <laughs> coming live from. <laughs> yes. So we might be doing a D&D session soon, so we can all try and work out how D&D works and not... Yeah, next watch, watch the um, puzzlement of everyone <laughs> who's not played it before. It's, it'll be interesting. Have a mental breakdown, <laughs> but yes... And we are joined by uh, Aidan from the Retro Rooms in Sunland. In, um, How are we doing? Like I say, a friend of the Nerdy Up North page. And he has actually been in the chat a few times. I did notice him, so like I say, I did see him spying. <laughs> and he does tempt me with his wares on a very <laughs> daily basis. And uh, I off, like I want to sound like a right creepy. I often stalk his stall and just look at, like you see, his nice Ghostbuster figures. Because if Sammy went in, she would probably buy a lot of the Ghostbuster stuff. So yeah, <laughs> he always keeps directing us to that. Well, yep. if you need Ghostbuster stuff, and I'm like, I don't have the room at the minute. There's always room. There's always room. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about yourself. Give us your nerdy credentials, there, Aiden. Ah, my nerdy credentials are probably not the best. Um, actually, uh, I'm really not. A brilliant nerd um i got into collecting um very very late um it's this the whole sort of collecting uh and selling started by accident um i was a big fan of uh the wwf hasbro figures mm-hmm. they were my um thing when i was growing up and i was quite into customization as well Right. So I used to do a lot of custom figures and uh, I used to take commissions on those. And that was basically mm-hmm. all I was doing. Um, and then I found I was making quite a bit of extra cash on the side, selling the leftover stuff that mm. I wasn't using for customization. Right. And it just spiraled into what we have now, which is um, the shop mm-hmm. and um, thousands and thousands of uh cool bits and bobs mm-hmm. scattered all over the place and uh, yeah that's pr- that's pretty much where we are cool very yeah, cool what kind of like custom things did you used to do because like, uh, i haven't um, really delved into that world before so i i used to like really doing um non-wrestling characters with wrestling figures right so oh, okay. i did um a pennywise for as a commission <laughs> um i did uh oh what's the Oh God! Now I can't, I can't think of the can't think of the film or the the name of the character, but the, the actor was Howie Mandel. Right. So um, American movie eighties. He plays. Is it Little Monsters? Ah yes, the Little Monsters little with, monsters. Uh, with so, Fred Savage. So that's the one. Mm-hmm. He, the, so I'm, the monster from Little Monsters. Well, I did a custom of that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you, so you were doing like buff. Like it basically, <laughs> like Pennywise. Basically, yeah, yeah. I, I... <laughs> nice. All set up like a, a little WWF Hasbro on the Hasbro card, and mm-hmm. did you just yeah. repaint a doink? No. Um... <laughs> now that would have been a mistake because doink goes quite. Some of his doink figures are quite in... expensive now, aren't they? 
<laughs> it, that would have been a terrible error because they're they're very expensive. I used a John Cena head. <laughs> it's uh, it's surprising. It's surprising which uh, characters go best for certain faces, mm -hmm. but he has quite a pointy mush, oh. which actually works really well. So yeah, all right, cool. and that's how I got into it. Cool. So the like because when you go into your store, it is literally wall to wall and from floor to ceiling with every type of different figure or from uh, anything from the 80s, which like I say were the best type of toys, my personal opinion, mm -hmm. uh, to, modern day, <laughs> with, uh, to different types of toys. So what has been your favourite toy that basically came through the doors of the store so far? Um, oh, I would now, this is... Uh... Oh, it's 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 tough. So mm -hmm. uh, the the best thing we've had come in the store mm -hmm. wasn't even a toy. It was um, a banner. Right. So we've got a cinema banner from um, No Holds Barred. Oh wow! Um, <laughs> I think I saw this. Yeah. It, it was twelve foot by six foot. It was the best thing. Mm -hmm. uh, it was just um, amazing and terrible and fantastic, and I loved it. But um, I kind of. I kind of I've really got into, and this is going to sound mad as well, but mm. I've kind of got into selling girls' toys. Right. Okay. So I really yeah. like the um, the, uh, the is it the, is it, so it's the Golden Girls. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, because they come with so many accessories, right. they're amazing. Like how I'd never seen these before, um, until they sort of turned up at the shop. I was like, wow, you get a brooch, you get all of this other accessories. They look amazing. They reminded me of the glow wrestlers. Mm -hmm. Oh, so I was like, these are the best things ever. And they're just, it's just, if, if you haven't seen that line of figures, mm -hmm. no. go check them out because they're, they're every color you could imagine. They look amazing. They're in that sort of She-Ra style. Uh, oh my God. We're, there, we're going to get, is there a, you're telling me there's a She-Ra Blanche out there? <laughs> oh no, but they're called golden girls or golden mm. girls or something like that but they aren't the golden girls right so that ah, might be, it's, okay. it's, it's kind of a weird mm -hmm. oh god somebody somebody in the chat will know what i'm talking about this is why i'm terrible at what i do really <laughs> i never know exactly what i've got this is all complete like learning for me as well i know yeah. my my baselines like my the wrestling, mm -hmm. um, the E Man, the Thundercats, mm -hmm. uh, all of these, but everything else is completely new to me because it's not something mm -hmm. like I haven't studied it. I haven't had like Star Wars was a complete mystery. Yeah, <laughs> I'm the I'm the world's world's worst when it comes to Star Wars. Mm. But, I think I, I think I missed a lot of the Star Wars toys. Um, it was just not something I wanted toys of for some reason as a kid. Like I loved the movie, mm -hmm. but it was never like I need the toys because I don't know. I think I always went for like stuff that like looked fun to play with, mm -hmm. or was like like I like Transformers because they were like a mini puzzle. Yeah, <laughs> they're even more of a puzzle now as well. <laughs> oh, we were just we were just talking before we came on about my Optimus Prime and how I love this Optimus Prime, but my cousin turned him into the truck mm -hmm. and we could not get him back out of it again. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a Rubik's cube. It's, it really is. It's impossible. Maybe his matrix of leadership died. That was one of the things I had when I was a kid. Like this was the actual Transformer figures because I uh, had an older cousin that was big on them. 
and I got like these handy downs, so they were like half broken, half like, <laughs> half stickers ripped off. But I still loved them. So when I got uh, like say when the Lego brought out the Optimus Prime Lego, that was one of the things I brought because like one of the big keys was it was like this Lego transforms into a truck and also Optimus. I was like amazing. But with Lego being as flimsy as it is, as soon as you try and change it into the truck, everything falls apart. Literally, it just, it just <laughs> like, explodes. It's not as easy. It's like the legs drop off, and you just panic because if you lose one bit, it doesn't doesn't look right, and you know, like like in yourself, it will not be the same. So, no. um, I can understand like the Transformers, but um, yeah. I'm still on the hunt. If anyone's out there, I, I know I've messaged your friend. He's supposed to be looking for us for a, like say the 1980s G1. Uh, not I don't even want the full cab, just the Optimus Prime, so I can put him next to me Optimus. I don't even want his hands because like th- that's the thing. The little fiddly bits <laughs> are like stupidly expensive. I just want a Prime, just be next to Prime. But yeah, so is, is that is that your favorite Transformer? Back in the say? day, because yeah. to be honest, like. The G1s, you had Prime, which was amazing. Like, you got the little battle uh, zone. Uh, Megatron was great because he turned into a gun. It was actually, like, an actual gun you looked like, and it had the sniper right, uh, sniper on. But the other ones were just, like, really t- tiny and plastically. These were, like, quite... Like, yeah. our Prime was part metal, part plastic as well. But mm. um, just the quality, how they were built back then, is a little bit different. Because when I say the Prime... They were, like, they were sharp. Like, mm. the, you know, there would be, like, exposed metal and stuff like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. That's my favorite sound wave. If this is, I guess, sound blaster because he's black, but it's the same design. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I've just always liked him because he turns into a boombox, which it's, is hilarious. But it's a it, very good disguise. <laughs> it's so funny you say that because it's yeah. Anne's famous, favorite transformer as well. I swear, you two were just the same person. Just it's the purple him. though. He's and is he had the coolest voice as well. See, I'm gonna, I'm gonna transform him. How long is it gonna take? Uh, <laughs> Don't because you'll never get them back. It's all right to talk amongst yourselves. (laughs) (laughs) We'll come back in 15 minutes and it'll be like, no, I'm nearly I'm nearly there. (laughs) Just almost done there. But Megatron. (laughs) We can't beat you can't beat Megatron Mm -hmm. as far as uh, Transformer Toys goes. Mm -hmm. That guy's evil. (laughs) But I'm a I'm a guy that likes villains, that's the Mm. thing as well. (laughs) You'll you'll learn this about me. I'm I'm more uh, in tune with the uh, villains and the villainous toys. I always thought the Mm-hmm. The um the good guys or the face characters are quite boring and bland. Mm-hmm. So uh I do gravitate to the the villains and the bad guys way more than the, the good what, guy characters. The, the bad guys in the actual toy industry was always the hardest ones to get onto because Megatron was absolutely impossible to get your hands on. Yeah, like literally. I don't think I've ever. I don't think I've ever owned a Megatron. <laughs> He's done it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he right now, get him back to normal. No, <laughs> but like, <laughs> like Starscream was like say quite a common one because it was like a small toy and stuff like that. But coming back, yeah, to... actually, like I could never get any of those like jet fighter transformers when I was a kid because I think like I think like the coolest like vehicles always just sold out. It didn't matter who the character was because mm-hmm. half the time they would just put a different color and be like. I know it's Thundercracker. It's it's Starscream's mate, and he's blue. <laughs> it's just the same toy. <laughs> but but coming coming back to like the Hasbro uh, WWE well, WWF figures back then, um, I I remember when these first came out and like they were absolutely massive. Like the Legion of Doom were mm-hmm. t- two of the big mm-hmm. ones. Like um, I used to because with us being a wrestling fan as well, and uh, like Jake 
demonstrated earlier in his Facebook posts. Like you, you when you've got wrestling figures, you use your other toys that you've got. Everything wrestling, wrestling like, figures, everything yeah. that goes into like wrestling moves and stuff. So I the been, best Royal Rumble in the world. That, that was the yeah. thing. Because I, I didn't have the ring, unfortunately, I didn't get the ring. So I used to. Me and my brother used to have bunk beds. So we used to. I used to use my bunk bed as the <laughs> as the ring for the wrestle. So I'd had all my He Man, my Turtle figures lined up on one side then i would have all the wrestling figures lined up against them and i know now you've got like the arm movement the legs move but back then it was all in like one stage and used to like a yep. key move like hulk hogan used to do the slam undertaker used to do the clothesline um and stuff like that a macho man used to pull the back on him and he used to do the the jump off it like it was the macho man one but then before that you had the macho king where you got the crown and scepter um yeah but <laughs> I used to love having, like, say, the Royal Rumbles where all the different, like, figures used to wrestle. So, with, like, because I, I know I think I've talked about it before, and like you said, in your personal collection, like, say, the wrestling ones, do you have them in the card or do you have them out of the, like, the box as well? Here we go. Fact, <laughs> fact a crazy fact. I own personally mm -hmm. one, maybe two Hasbros. Right. Okay. I think about it now. It's probably two. I've got an Akeem mm -hmm. because that's my absolute favourite. Mm -hmm. um, and I've got a Nails because every time I go drinking, I bring in Nails with me and I put him in a pint glass. Okay. Uh, and, <laughs> and Nails travels with me all over the place. You'll If you go through my Facebook, you'll see that there's Nails at the NFL, Nails in Tenerife. <laughs> nails, I have a Nails that comes everywhere with me but i think that makes you like the number one nails fan in the entire yeah. world <laughs> at one at one point and this this again goes back to sort of the weird way that i i used to collect things is i had around about 30 or 40 and i wanted to get to 100 mm -hmm. um nails yeah um, <laughs> and i abandoned it because it, they were they were it was progressively becoming more of an expensive uh figure so when i was picking them up early i was picking them up for like five six seven pounds and then between 2019 and 2022 the price of that figure just hmm. spiraled so uh um, well, you you were taking them out of the market like <laughs> kind of like bitcoin for me yeah <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah i was like right i'm not gonna get to 100 and then i realized i was never gonna but i was never gonna for my personal collection i was never gonna dump 400 500 pounds on one two three kid mm -hmm. i was never going to pay 300 pounds for a crush yeah um and even if i did pick them up in collections i was never going to take them out of my mm -hmm. sales profit mm -hmm. to just have it in my collection so and i'm i was i was of the opinion that if i'm not going to have all of it then there's mm -hmm. no point in having that whole collection i can't do the just mm -hmm. uh just have the guys you like i tried that i kept with just <laughs> As some of them and i was like just kept looking at them like they're not com it's not complete mm -hmm. so um i stopped i stopped collecting um stuff in that way mm -hmm. so what i personally collect now is bootlegs right because mm -hmm. there's no there's no complete in that collection mm -hmm. um and they're cool as hell <laughs> I've been interested in getting into bootleg transformers because like the masterpiece stuff is so expensive mm -hmm. and I know you can get knockoffs and then you can buy sticker sets to make mm -hmm. them look official. Some um, of those. Yeah. Some of those are really, really good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it's the same molds, which is questionably <laughs> like how legal that all is, but 
Hey, I didn't make it. <laughs> Stodge you up north, it's fine. Don't worry. Um, <laughs> we have the tag for the reason. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but it's an interesting, like, as you said, with bootlegs. There's a lot of collectors. As soon as you use the word bootleg, it's like a dirty word in the like the collection industry for a lot of different things. But I, as long as they're done well, I, I've never had an issue myself. Like, especially when there's certain things or there's certain products that go for like such ridiculous price. That yeah. you're, you're never going to own it unless you win the lottery type thing or um, you, your wife divorces you and you can go crazy to see if she's listening. Um, <laughs> so, are you or, telling me I can get a bootleg Jar Jar that's like over seven foot tall? <laughs> possibly. I mean, that, that, depends, it depends a, what you want to do with them. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just want him to be Paul and be in my house and live his life in my house. <laughs> I don't like pet George. I don't like thinking about it. <laughs> just imagine if you came to my house one day and behind the door was just this like seven foot tall George. <laughs> I remember, <laughs> I'd, I'd be scared. I'd poop my pants. <laughs> I remember you had a George that sang and danced in the shop, and I think you made a post saying, "Oh, if someone." comes and buys it i'll actually set fighter in the store because uh, you because it was annoying her that much um somebody finally bought it and i i honestly i was i was tempted to give it away at one point just and then kill it. Just like, oh, i really like that that's so cool and i was like yeah it is cool yeah definitely please take it i think i remember oh, that from when that was new i tagged you in your in a post for it but you went oh that's oh, cool that's that's your quarter oh. response oh that's cool yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the worst thing is, as well, when you've it, it's bad enough that it just existed in the first place, but everybody who walked past it was like, "I'm going to press the button." <laughs> and I don't, I wouldn't mind so much if, if people would actually watch it to the end. But it went on for so long that people have pressed the button and go, oh, "I'm kind of bored of this now," and walk on. And you're, I'm just sat there left with it, like me at Georgia danced into me. I am quite good at that. I didn't pick it up because I know I can picture in my head what it is and. I actually have the um, the Darth Maul that goes with that collection. Mm -hmm. so it bit... Does he dance as well? <laughs> no, he just stands there. <laughs> he just stands there. I went to a I went to a horror convention and came out with their three Star Wars figures. Hmm. Don't know how that happened at a horror convention. <laughs> You'll always every convention you go to, you'll find Star Wars figures, mm -hmm. especially those Power of the Force ones. They're in the bottom of the bins of everybody's. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> yes, they are. <laughs> One thing I've noticed as well, like especially, I don't know if it's a northeast thing, but there has been like quite a big boom of like in the collections market mm -hmm. when it comes to like say toys as a whole, like not just like any toy, but like mostly from our childhood of like the eighties, early early 80s to, to the 90s and stuff like that is there a particular reason why it seems to be going big in the northeast or is it just basically worth getting nerdier and cooler these days oh. nerdier and cooler i think <laughs> um i i was um particularly uh attracted to opening the store once i got up here mm -hmm. because there was um quite a buzz for this uh for this sort of sort of thing um I had a little, I, I mean, in Newcastle, there's there's tons of different places you can go. So, and that's mm -hmm. that's why I went uh, for Sunderland. But I'd originally looked at Granger Market, and when I got there, there was mm -hmm. there was plenty of options already, and mm -hmm. there was um, loads of other places in the in the local area. So, yeah. But there's uh, without a doubt, 
I'd say the northeast is has really got um a love for a bit of vintage, a bit of retro and uh, and that sort of thing. That's that's my that's the way I take it anyway. Because yeah. it's not um it's I think it's unfair to say it's not as popular down south, but it's more of a novelty, whereas mm. I think up here everywhere I go you'll find something yeah pretty cool like i think there's a new guy that's opened in newton aircliff as well all right didn't know so yeah i think like, <laughs> good I, to know i think before like as i said doing the nerdy up north stuff i might have been like say a bit close-minded or like eyes walking around clothes because i didn't really notice many things because that was the major thing that like we wanted to start something and that's where the nerdy up north name came from because every time you you see something like if someone starts like a group or a podcast it's always something from like oh west down south or and this is we're doing this talking about this subject and that subject yeah. there wasn't much other than like say the geek asylum that was from the northeast and and like what i could see that was out there um since doing it i've like say i've had my eyes open i've been like invited to places like nerd uh, nerd fest um like say the the toy fair at gateshead and up uh, rainton uh like say me and jake's like went to we are getting more custom with like all the different things and going around. And when you opened your store and um, like seeing Jackie White's market, it was just basically crazy for us. Cause I think me and me friend Gav, um, cause I think as soon as we knew it was here, we just got so excited. And I think Gav just sent you a message saying, what Star Wars figures have you got? Cause I want them all. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it was great to think and, and staying sun and now having stores. Cause normally in the past stores like um we had a comic book store that opened above geekies and that lasted mm-hmm. six months um oh, that's so, sad. so things like that hasn't really had like the geekiest thing we had in something for a long time was hmv yeah which... and that was at a stretch so now things like as you said be more geeks opening even though it, mm-hmm. like say that's a great store but it sells mostly like pop vinyls these days and, and now we'll have the conversation is pop vinyls really a toy <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. but, and it's not let's be let's be clear it's not a toy <laughs> I, I, I still i think it's a collect um, i can't really call them collectibles now i just think they look cool but that, uh, mine... I think, like, I think if I was a child, I would have played with them because there was nothing I ever owned as a child that was like, this will sit on a shelf. It was like everyone was in the mix. It was like, you know, it was like Toy Story, which, you know, I might be appearing from right now. But yeah, it was like, <laughs> so like, I feel like pops for us are like ornaments because it's like representations of like movies. But like, yeah. if I was a kid, I would absolutely be like thrown around like, Godzilla versus Reptar and all that stuff if I got the pops. <laughs> yeah, it would be in one of my giant tubs if I was a kid now, because I used to have giant tubs of just figures and they yeah. were all mismatchy. So yeah, they would have just been chucked in one of my giant tubs. But I just don't know how you play with them. I mean, <laughs> well, yeah, as, just... as I've already said, um, everything was a wrestler, so for mm-hmm. me it's difficult, difficult to turn a pop vinyl into a wrestler, but I just, mm-hmm. you can't what can you do? What can you do with a pop? Seeing that though, the old, actually... the old uh, WCW uh, figures, they didn't have any moving parts as well. They would just had no. sting, sting like That's... this, <laughs> uh, or Ric Flair going like that. Um, well, I was gonna say like that was that was a bit of a thing for me 
um growing up in like the 90s um like wwf's figures weren't great even then um but wcw's like nwo like era figures were excellent they had like like moving elbows and like knees and everything like one of my favorites was a hollywood hogan i'd never seen hogan wrestle my entire life i think by the time wcw was on i couldn't even watch it but i was like this figure is like the perfect like wrestling figure he can do any move whereas kevin nash had like giant stiff legs and could only his hands were like in these claw positions and he could only like do this (laughs) but hogan he could do everything (laughs) you get the opposite now though you get the figures where the move so realistically and so like everything's got a joint everyone's got like a ball joint and stuff you can do so much the figures where people are actually sh- shooting uh, slow motion caption movies using them now because they're so like like yeah i know the yeah. the NECA turtle figures are so realistic it, it's if you put it up to i think a up to still of the movie you could probably wouldn't even be tell what's the actual mm. movie uh movie fi- photo to the NECA figure now Actually, I wanted to mention that because I think NECA are like the like right and wrongs in certain ways of like yeah. our childhoods where it's like the, the action figures you got as kids look nothing like it. They were doing the, the best, I guess. But um, I've got this I've got this super shredder. Speaking of Kevin oh. Nash, he's back again. <laughs> but like, how cool is this thing? He's huge. That's so good. <laughs> yeah. But that's the, the ori- figure. But the original Super Shredder that I had when I was a kid was maybe about this big, and he was yeah. pink as well. Punched over shoulder. <laughs> yeah, and he was just like this. He had a cool <laughs> shoulder pad thing going on. But like, I was so disappointed, and this was like, oh, this is the real Shredder figure. <laughs> this is how good here. my toys could have been. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I wouldn't. I don't think I'd want to play with this guy though, because he's a bit like he's a bit stiff, and I think I feel like he would probably break. <laughs> this the, back in the day though, there was always certain toys that there were like, like as you said, a lot of them looked nothing like what they were meant to, but there were certain ones that broke the mold. Um, the Power Rangers, for example, when the Power Rangers yeah. figures came out, they were quality made, even though the show mm. was trash. Like and how the the show was made, it was absolutely terrible. But when you saw the actual Power Ranger figures, they were so well produced. They were so, like, say, and I think they were actually impossible to get for a certain length of time. Um, yeah, like certain ones, like like the Red Ranger would have definitely Ranger been. And the Pink Ranger were definite big ones. Mm-hmm. I think they were, like they were so like vibrant, weren't they? Like the mm-hmm. like the colors on them. They didn't. Yeah. I get what you mean, Paul. Like they stood out on the store shelves. And yeah. that's um, the thing across across all of the figures from the eighties and nineties. They all had good. Uh, colorful mm. designs that were appealing they popped they were like mm. you know you look at the turtles the the toxic uh crusaders uh, oh yeah I had some Avengers, of those. <laughs> the, the uh the power ranger lines there's mm. just everything had color appeal mm-hmm. all the villains were like whoa i've got to have that i need it that's amazing and now you look at the wrestling figures and the wrestling characters are mm-hmm. generic black gold blue mm-hmm. black gold blue um and you look at all of the other toys even fortnite stuff i've looked at that and i'm like eh, mm-hmm. it's mostly boring there's one or two characters where you can see why people would would be interested in maybe collecting that line but mm-hmm. on the whole it's quite flat it's quite mm. unappealing to look at yeah 
I'll be honest, I do tend to stay away from the newer t- style figures that do get made. Like the new range of the turtles that's came out for the new movie, they look mm. plastically and they look like they're going to break just by looking at them. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. But the, there is ones that's been announced. I don't know what the price of these. If they are going to be the same price as the Nickers, I'll probably have to take the time. Is the new One Piece move, uh, One Piece TV show? They're actually going to be bringing the live action One Piece figures, where the like ultra realistic, like Luffy and uh, like Zoro. Mm-hmm. I saw them. I was like, oh fuck, I'm gonna have to buy these now. <laughs> but when you, were ta- when you were... so who's making them? I don't know. I just saw it, um, like shared it, like because I follow that many different things on Facebook now. <laughs> um, it just popped up. I was like, and they looked like they were actually decent quality. So I don't know if they were like prototypes or anything because normally you get the prototypes and you go, oh wow and you come out afterwards go oh, it's not quite the same <laughs> yeah uh, funny enough though i did get done by the indiana jones ones because they looked amazing in the prototypes um uh, but i got an indie one because indies was so hard to get and his eyes weren't painted so he's got like oh, white eyes so what? so i've got his head down now with the hat on and just so you can't see his eyes um, holding the little oh, thing, but you just need to get them to get them to a Warhammer fan, and they'll touch. Yeah, they'll, they'll them fix out. it for you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll fix it. I'll dust off the paints. So I'll yeah, make a yeah, look custom. But yes, there you go. So, with yourself as well, I know you said you you don't really collect many figures as well. So what, like, what is the ones that you are looking forward to get into the store when you know that we're basically your best sellers when they come in? You know they're not going to stay that long. Um, okay, let's have a think. Um, high end, uh, or rare, uh, He Man, right? Or complete yeah. figures with the, anything with an accessory, mm-hmm. any any figure line where it had, um, an easily lost or uh, <laughs> difficult, um, accessory. They're what I go for. Mm-hmm. Thundercats, right? Those Ooh. things, especially when you go off of like the base five or six sort of common figures once you start drifting mm-hmm. into the, again the villains mm-hmm. um those things as soon as i put them on the shelf someone's coming in the door it's like it, mm-hmm. ah, that's <laughs> jabari joe and it is in the boom they're just in the door and it's like on the shelf mm-hmm. back out the door it's gone yeah you're right uh, though because um, I, I think i had a mumra and like lost his headdress after like a few weeks yeah. or whatever because he had like a like the, like a red sort of crown headdress yep. thing i think did yeah they, i never saw that again <laughs> did, did they have a trigger on the back of them mm-hmm. that so, lifted was, their arms up i think yeah they had like a little button mm-hmm. that you yeah. could push and their arms would do the, the up and down a, motion but on the mum, the mum is, is cool my captain planet it, worth anything <laughs> <laughs> he's a bit um, for a minute there, I thought it was like a really cool variant, but it's because you've got the background on, so he's disappearing. But, like, but I was I was showing hell, these guys, amazing. though. It has realistic flying action. Oh, <laughs> Look at this. Oh. Uh, he's flying, everyone. <laughs> no strings attached. <laughs> it's good. It's a terrible card. Don't even talk with Captain. Oh, that's brilliant. <laughs> but yes. Don't you make me learn. I don't want to learn. <laughs> my, you give my... me education in the morning. <laughs> my parents were hippies. They loved Captain Planet. <laughs> but it's funny, though, when you say about the like the Thundercats one, I remember the one where they used to have the battery pack you used to put in, used to make the eyes light up as well. Yeah, that's... Yeah. Well, so that was that. on Mumra and um, Lino. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Uh, I remember loving uh, playing that. I know Goodwill. Uh, he's a big. He's. Like I know he's busy this evening. He was. A, he's a huge uh, 
Thundercats fan. I know when we talk to him, like the Nerdio podcast, when we get big, he said the only thing he does request me to buy him is the tank. So if you ever get the the tank in, like the battle uh, thing, um, get do a, please do a nice deal for Goodwill. <laughs> Okay. You, know what, you know what the worst thing about that tank was because I did have it was that the treads would just like pick up all the dirt off the carpet because <laughs> it had like it had those it had those rubber like you know things wrapped the around the wheels. Yeah, so yeah. picking up that tank with a good set of treads now is um, is almost <laughs> impossible because those things they degrade really really badly. So even if you've got one mint in box, you're like you can open them up. It'll snap. <laughs> can't wait to open this up. But because the rubber's never been flexed or moved, the second you take it out of the box, it's like dust. Okay, the, it's, I wanted it's... I wanted to bring this up because people people always talk about street sharks, and I'm like, there is no way a street shark's figure can survive for twenty five years or whatever. Like, can you back me up on this, Aiden? Have the street sharks all perished in the boxes? Okay, so if you play with the street shark and it it it's, uh, it flexes and it it gets used and it moves it'll last if you've never played with it and it's just uh-huh. sat in the box mm-hmm. and it hasn't been it hasn't had anything done with it it's never been stretched or played with it's more likely to crack and crumble um <laughs> i knew it <laughs> you see sammy you're killing shots. the toys you you're killing the toys sammy <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! Don't say that. <laughs> so, before I, before I sold toys like this, I used to I used to mm-hmm. buy and sell um, other stuff as well. So I used to do collectibles, antiques, and mm-hmm. all sorts. And one of the things that was um, really common for breaking and snapping was swatch watches. So people used to buy mm-hmm. like swatch watches and keep them in the boxes mm-hmm. because um, they look great in the box, and you did get all of these collections. But if you didn't take it out of the pack and put it on mm-hmm. and flex it and just left it in the box if you leave it for two mm. three four years and then try to put it on it'll just crack like a piece of mm. like bubble gum left in the wrapper mm. it just it just turns it's just dust you can't you can't wear it it's game over for it oh, and it's oh, the same wait. with the with the plastic uh, the rubber on some of these toys mm. yeah you, you know you, the, actually... you know the ninja turtle belts and stuff Yep. Oh, like that happened to mine when I when I took them out, like, you know, when I was older and like tried to move some of the because they had like straps going where you would attach to the weapons. Mm-hmm. They just all started breaking. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, OK, if it's, <laughs> if it's not being flexed and it hasn't had that bit of movement. It mm. just if you try to do it. 20 years after the after the uh, fact, it just turns to dust. Yeah, I, I... he did not. He did not mention hard plastic, though. So, mm. you know, my toes are all right. <laughs> <laughs> Mostly okay. Mostly. Mostly some, of them have, some of them have rubber bands inside. So you've got to watch out. Oh, for yeah. That. Those GI oh, Joes, they'll be, they'll be crumbled inside if you've still got those in their package. Oh, just think about your poor mind, little pony, Sammy. Oh, oh they'll be fine, I think. <laughs> oh, Sammy played with them enough there, so that's fine. <laughs> um, so don't own any funny fucker. <laughs> the only thing um like similar to that as well because i remember um i think i was talking to you about it like a long time ago the turtles blimp like not many of the t- actual oh, tur- turtles blimp survive because like the inflatable part it just i have a disintegrates or just is if you do use Wasn't... a lot you used to have it used to have a puncture repair kit with it yeah but, really like, but you used to look at it and you used to puncture it, it was that flimsy it looked like a foil balloon. Is that sort of yeah. what it was? 
a little bit yeah thicker. it was like a plasticky sort of uh basically it was like a beach ball mm-hmm. <laughs> but um maybe not even as good a good of quality as a bit as a beach ball but i remember <laughs> always wanting it and getting it and it probably lasted about two weeks as well um, oh, no. <laughs> you had to just imagine there was a blimp <laughs> after that like that's yeah. just a little you can always play with the glider aspect yeah you could so. it sometimes came off in the show <laughs> know, there was so many like fun toys and stuff uh, but interesting one that you mentioned uh before because basically a lot of people used to treat it as trash but now because it's getting in a resurgence is the toxic crusader stuff i see Love a them. lot of people going mad for the that best. now it's, it's such a great toy line mm-hmm. if uh again um a lot of credit should be given to uh playmates mm-hmm. playmates did really 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 good toy lines mm-hmm. if you look at um some of the toy lines they did like the turtles especially on the, the work on the villains mm-hmm. and stuff like that and all the designs and all the little extra sort of things that are put into turtles toys and all the extra sort of mm-hmm. things that were on the on the toxics and i'm pretty sure i could be wrong but i'm pretty sure they did the skeleton warriors line as well which skeleton is a, a an extremely <laughs> un, oh. underrated um line of figures mm-hmm. that had a cartoon as well <laughs> yeah they're, they're just Mm-hmm. They're just so good. They're really good lines of figures, and they get, they get no. Everybody's like Hasbro, mm-hmm. Mattel, all of these other Kenner, yeah, um, LJN. But Playmates never get any credit, and they're mm-hmm. when you look at the lines that they do, they're all amazing. Mm-hmm. You know what? Like I had, I had one of those Toxic Adventures ones, and it was like the guy with the the giant nose, and he had a wheel for a leg. Yeah, um, that you were supposed to put slime in his head, but I never did because that just sounded gross. <laughs> it was supposed to come out of his nose. Um, but you're right though. Like thinking back, he had like loads of like like on his outfit, there was just loads of like pockets, and he had like a bullet belt and stuff. There was just like stuff to look at. Like yeah, not like none of it moved, but someone had sat and like designed stuff. It wasn't just a symmetrical like mm-hmm. like body figure or anything. The, the two other things, two other, like I said, mentioned the Turtles line, the two figures that always stood out for me was Casey Jones. All the things that came with Casey Jones in his little bag, like, was <laughs> unreal. And uh, Wingnut. Wingnut was yep. the most bizarre looking toy, but was so fun to play with because it was just like, you didn't know whether it was a bat, a rat, a monster <laughs> thing, but it was just like, just like chasing around. And I, again, you got to use your imagination a little bit more as well with these toys um but so many different ones that like from my childhood now that i know the two major ones that uh, uh, aiden knows because every time i'm walking in i'm looking for them is the turtles and the ghostbusters because he like he saved my life by finding me the ghostbusters house um yeah <laughs> it is it is still here it is next year right oh, next oh, to us oh. here there. there we go yeah, yeah it's, it's beautiful got, got millennium falcon on top of it as well but um <laughs> Because I, I had, um, the camera's going to fall off now. Um, I had the Ghostbuster house as a kid, but um, my mother um, was one of those ones that didn't like clutter. So anything that if I didn't play with for a few months or anything, then suddenly went to the car boot sale or oh. sold. Um, and I think she sold them for next to nothing as well. So I always wanted the Ghostbuster house, and like I say, everything was with it as well. The stickers were all in the right place, and 
Um, I can still remember the day I came in and just went, there's money, give us it, then ran out in case someone tried to take it off us. <laughs> it's mine. It's all mine. I did it. It's mine. And my wife is like, are you happy now? I was like, yes. She was, where are you going to put it? I don't know and I don't care. It's just going somewhere. <laughs> it's just all mine. Yes. <laughs> it's, um, it is a collection that I want to, to really get back because I am a I am a child of of mm. loss too. Mm. Um, my mother chucked my entire collection out. Mm-hmm. She chucked it out. She didn't sell it. Just she didn't give it away. Hoid she it, threw it in the bin. <laughs> oh, makes me so out. sad. It's, it it's devastating. So sad. At least Paul's came... car boot toys probably have ended up back in the I retro know, so room it, at this it, point. Yeah. <laughs> like, they come yeah, they've had a circulation, they've had a loving home. No, she chucked mine out. No. Um, I came home one day, we used to have this magnificent toy cupboard that was once an errand cupboard. Um, and we came home one day, it was just before we were moving house, and she cleaned it out. <laughs> the lot. Yeah, Gone. Yeah. Me Ghostbusters, me Star Wars, Transformers, everything gone oh and me or penny as well bitch but the problem i'm finding now when it's not like it's probably down to like like people like me as well the things that i want is becoming a lot more harder to get me hands on because people of my age want to do it i know if if i want if i was a collector a few years ago it's it's like a little bit like comics the prices were like say like reasonable and you could get your hands on a lot more different stuff uh like say i wish i would lived in america for some reason because like say they seem to be able to get their hands on stuff in like junk and car boot sales and or uh yard sales whatever called quite freely and it's annoying um mm-hmm. but now it, like the price for a lot of the things in the market just seems to be rising and rising like beyond like say well it's going to get to the point where it's going to be a lot of the stuff's going to be out of my price range uh so hopefully i'll be able to get my hands on a few things now before uh it goes out but uh, it's it's only going to keep getting worse though because the toys that from the like that I want everyone else seems to want as well. I think so. Well, I think everybody does their research now. Mm. I think yeah. um, everybody's um, a lot more cautious about what they throw out, give away, mm-hmm. um, and there's you know there's a lot more um, in the way of TV shows purporting that certain figures are worth. Yeah. thousands yeah. and everybody should oh, check your <laughs> you know check your loft you might find uh, the, the loft vines uh <laughs> that's one that gets me it it winds me up all the time but um yeah so everybody everybody double checks every single thing uh mm-hmm. before they throw it and before they get rid of it and mm-hmm. we get a lot of people coming in and i think they expect that they've got this super rare um item and and it, it's going to be worth hundreds and thousands and whatever the case may be and a lot of the time that mm-hmm. just is not the case no and they're very very upset to find out that it's not 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 going to be your retirement fund <laughs> no. my retirement snarf <laughs> i think um, i think there's so many there's so many collectors now out there as well on youtube and on the social medias like it, it's so it's a lot easily accessible now to know things about mm-hmm. the the toy industry and, and collectors that it's it's kind of like made everything a bit smaller mm-hmm. as opposed to you know a few years ago like even 10 years ago, the Northeast had absolutely nothing in the way of nerd merchandise. So you were having to, you know, scour 
websites and and get you know them horrible charges that you got when you bought stuff from America. Um, but now it's kind of like the, the, the circle's getting so much more smaller because it's getting so much more bigger mm-hmm. on on social media. But I think someone just put in the chat as well. Even the charity shops are getting clued up with certain things now because yeah. you used to go in a charity shop and you used to just have a toy bin. But now, like say, um, I, I didn't pick it up from the charity shop. But I saw it, um, the monster from Return of the Jedi. I can't think of its name now. Um, the big one, Rancor. Rancor. The Rancor. Rancor. Yeah. Yes. Um, like I bought mine. Uh, like I say, if it had its arm detached and I was be attached <laughs> it, um, like with a little bit of super glue, uh, for a tenner on <laughs> on on like a toy site. But they were selling it in like Oxfam for like sixty odd pound. I was like, they just just know they just Mm. they have people that come in with a vague idea of what might be worth looking at Mm -hmm. and they take the first eBay listing. They don't look at the sold. They're not interested Mm. in the sold listings. Mm. They take the first eBay listing, the one that's Mm -hmm. maximum promoted. Someone's got that listed for ninety nine pounds. So ours has to be worth Mm -hmm. 90. And it's just not always the case. And Mm -hmm. Yeah, every every charity shop I go into, I see like if they've got anything that's old collectible or a toy, it's behind glass. Yeah, it doesn't matter whether if it's the worst, the worst toys. You know, um, I've seen stuff that years ago would have just ended up in the toy box in, in the fifty p bin, like Disney cars, Pixar cars. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's a few of them that hold value, but I saw like a whole. A collection of Disney Pixar cars individually priced mm-hmm. six pounds, nine pounds, twelve pounds, three pounds. I'm like, who does this in the chat? Just put them in the mm-hmm. in, like you know, and and let this go to another mm-hmm. another yeah, bunch of kids. Yeah, it's like on on the other side oh. as well. I, like say, I I did have a we had a good laugh at uh, Captain Goodwill a, a month ago. As he uh-huh. went into a charity shop, bless him, and because he he's like a huge Star Trek nut, uh, like one of the biggest like Star Trek nut. people that I've, I've, <laughs> I've actually come into contact with, and he collects the ships, like like, and he's got like the, his collection like blows like anything I've got it's out of the unreal. world. That's like every single ship. He, he hoovers it's it. called the Wall of Bankruptcy. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, he hoovers them on a daily basis and, and everything. And he's got a few ships that's worth like say a couple of hundred pounds. And he went into the charity shop and they were selling all these ships. Like I don't know how many there were, but they were selling them like for like five pound each. So he went home, got his credit card and spent, I think it was probably about five hundred pounds. He's going to kill us for saying that. <laughs> Hi, Goodwill. Um, on Hi, all the, on all these Star Trek ships, and he's like, he sent us a message, sent us a message, like all excited, and said, "Guys, guys, I bought these ships for about five hundred, but they're worth about three grand." <laughs> so, uh, but it's... it'd be two fifty now without looking at them. <laughs> <laughs> get the get negotiations wow. early but that's that's me doing you a favor <laughs> <laughs> no no he, he will never sell them though that's the thing um even though i might fund his next trip to america next year but uh yeah. i still remember you can how probably like... trade them with other trekkies for like goods and services it's a it's just a sound investment. <laughs> yeah, it'll be like one of these, like it'll be giveaways on his podcast or something. Well, that's the thing in Star Trek; they don't have like currency anymore, so <laughs> they just oh, trade yeah, stuff just around. Trade <laughs> <laughs> well, 
again, because you mentioned about people bringing stuff in your store, what's the weirdest thing that um, you've, you've had brought been brought into the store? Oh, gosh. <laughs> Have you ever uh, had any, like, an action man with his face melted off or anything? <laughs> <laughs> we do get a lot of um, really weird little bits, but um, someone, uh, somewhat, we had a giant, uh, I mean, the world's biggest doll's house that mm -hmm. I've ever seen. That came in um, through someone I know, and I, they said, I've got a really big doll's house. And... I didn't, I, basically what they meant was I've got a small house that I'm actually going to bring in. And it, <laughs> it, it was like the size of your sofa. It was huge. It came in. I was like, I don't know where I'm going to put this. I'll try it. And it sold the same day. Like really? I, couldn't, I could not believe it. I was convinced that there was, I'd made the worst mistake that putting it in the shop was a good idea. And it sold the same day. So that was, uh, but this thing was just obscenely obscenely big unnecessary i suppose like if you hadn't sold it you could have at least set up like the toys in like little <laughs> household scenes like being like oh it's the ninja turtles cooking dinner and stuff like that <laughs> with he-man chilling out on the set <laughs> yeah a woman bought me a, a bag of plates right <laughs> and the, they were just like those um you know the collectible plates you used to see on like old people's walls yeah yeah, like the royal family yeah. and stuff yeah. yeah yeah she bought she, she and uh, she was she'd spoke to me before and she said uh do you buy star trek stuff mm -hmm. and that was it was and i was like yeah i buy star trek stuff and she was like okay good and she came back and there was one star trek plate in there i think it was like um just spock's face on a plate in memoriam yeah <laughs> <laughs> that sort of thing and then just a bunch of other plates just like like there was a disney plate there was a plate with a wolf on it mm. and there was a part of me like oh, that's kind of cool actually i kind of <laughs> like the wolf plate but most of it was just i'm like oh no and this poor little old lady has brought this bag of plates and now i've got to tell her she's got to take her bag of plates home because I don't want them. <laughs> no. <laughs> I really, really don't want them. I am so um, shit I would have bought them from yeah. her. <laughs> I'll take them. She wanted a lot of money as well. That was the oh. thing. She, oh, she well, was taking them out. She was like, well, I've I've had a look at this plate and I've seen this is like £40. Pound. I'm like, oh. <sighs> I did not, not today it isn't. <laughs> I mean, I knew... I knew people mm. put those plates on the walls, but I'd never thought about like plate collectors. That's a heavy <laughs> hobby to get it to as That's well. A... <laughs> my grandmother used to, I actually have a cabinet that is very similar to the one my grandmother had when I was growing up. And all I remember being in it was plates. Mm. Yeah. Just fucking just, plates. It's, it's just such a weird thing to collect. Mm. <laughs> We're eating off Spock tonight, everybody. If it brings someone joy, then then fair enough. People like I know my, my wife looks at my collection, go why, and I'm just going because it, it's there, and I, I like to touch it. I, like, even like say some of the Lego I've got in boxes, and it's like I, I should really build it, but like I don't know where to put it now. Um, I'm the worst one it comes to when it comes to things like Lego. If it if it even if it comes like looks like a good deal, it's like I I, I start getting hives and shivers, saying I, I need to go back and find it type thing. Um, <laughs> Lego Lego is the one thing I can't get away with. I know mm. like obviously you collect it, Carolyn collects it, like my best friend, and I just. I don't get it. I don't have the patience to put a jigsaw together. 
Nope. So me too. Yeah, I ain't gonna be able to put it together at Lego. I just don't see the enjoyment in it. Mm-hmm. I like building Lego, but then I don't really want it afterwards because I'm like the activity is done. <laughs> like Yeah, take it away. <laughs> this is just gonna take up a lot of space and if I knock it over, it's ruined forever. Because I will and, never find all of the pieces. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm prone to have massive meltdowns, so that would probably tilt me over mm-hmm. the edge. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Lego, I just, I just can't, I don't get. I obviously, mm-hmm. it's just me. I just, I love like what I do love though is like the mechanics of how they, like, take like a DeLorean and make it Lego. Like, and yeah. it still looks like a De- DeLorean, but it also has like the Lego style at the same time. Like. Yeah. That kind of the the science and like engineering that goes into that's like amazing. I love all the I love the idea behind Lego, but I just don't want to do it. Tell yeah, you, tell no, you what, I don't even I, love the idea of it. I tell you what blew my mind because like I've got a, quite a bit of Lego pieces, and some of it is complex, some of it's quite simple. I got the Lego one, like the big one. I thought, oh, it'll be great. It'll just be the outside. No, you actually build the engine. Like oh, really? inside, so when you put the bumper up, like put the bonnet up, you've got the en- engine built, like say, like the Lego. <laughs> this uh, certain pulley system. So if you press one side, it the ejector seat comes out. So you've got to pull a, pull another thing to pull it out. You pull the wheel. If you the, like the wheels have to be connected in a way so that something on the roof turns. So everything is so interconnected and it, like honestly, it messed with my head so much. Because if one piece was out, like, and there was a few times I had to take certain parts off, just because I missed one little piece, and that's like the concentration levels you've got to have. But like, say, um, I wouldn't like to even go into like the like the mic the microchromatic uh, ones where like the new Batmobile was. I was like, because even that's got like shiny lights and stuff. I'm still tempted, but no, I won't. Oh um, yeah, where you've got to actually put like like battery stuff inside of them like little wires oh, and things oh absolutely not like that must be like the one girly aspect in us like i don't give a shit like i just <laughs> i really like i just can't with lego no. <laughs> sammy will smash yeah. your delorean <laughs> don't don't let me next to your extra one i'll break your heart <laughs> um so is there anything like any toys that you've like always wanted to get into the store but you've never been able to get your hands on? Like is there anything like like that's the, the holy grail of the collector? Um Evil Can Evil. Right. My Whoa. God, I tell you what, so <laughs> many people have come and asked me for Evil Can Evil. I've got one Evil Can Evil figure in there, and so many people are like, Have you got Evil Can Evil? And I'm like, Yes, I've got Evil Can Evil. Here he is. Mm-hmm. Uh this is Evil Can Evil. And they're like, that's really cool. Have you got the bike and the thing that you used to fire him? I'm like, no. no. Is that the one where <laughs> you pull them not. back and let them go? Yeah. And oh, there's God. there's Evil Knievel sets. And the more and more I looked into Evil Knievel, there's so many different toys for even the Evil Knievel sets. There's like mm-hmm. there's like four or five different sets, and there's a couple of different versions. There's older versions, newer versions, and they're all excellent. They're all great. Mm-hmm. They all sell really well, and I can't get a single one of them. Um, someone uh, told me they were going to bring me a set about a year and a half ago, and I've never seen them again since. And <laughs> if you're someone watching, got please bring me your Evil Knievel stuff, uh, because I've got a, a steady line of buyers. Mm. Um, That's crazy, that. Yeah, Evil Knievel. And, and, and American, generally, American toys like that, that we never really saw over here. Mm-hmm. Um they're really sought after. Well that one and, that evil can evil like comes up on those like 
you know, they would put those like stupid hour long TV shows on where we like toys of the eighties or like, you know, it was okay in the eighties. And that one would always come up for people talking about the evil Knievel toy. Cause like they they would always talk about how, like, you know, in the, in the advert, it was like jumping over like the, like the sofa and stuff. And then they would like wind it up as much as they could. And then it would just like, you know, peter out across the kitchen table. And now we will send him through the ring of fire. (laughs) (laughs) The house down naturally, but. Yeah. Um, I don't think I had, I don't think I had evil Knievel, but I definitely had a a motorbike that you pulled back Mm -hmm. and shot off. And you literally got like a few feet that went through. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Same mechanism, yeah. There was one where it was, uh, I'm sure, not an evil Knievel, but like a motorcycle one where you wound up and you fired off a gun. Yeah. I remember that one. And they, they, did those, they did them like the cars as well, like the yeah. little trigger cars. Like yeah. you wind them up and then they'd go Straight off. Straight into your brother's face. <laughs> I wasn't always fond of my brother, so that was always fine. Um, but no, the one figure that. <laughs> always eluded me and i'll probably never own it now because like every time i've seen it come up because i don't even see it coming up for sale anymore Um, it was the mcfarlane uh, maniacs movie maniacs thing but it was uh the tim curry legend devil oh. um i saw it once in a store this is when the movie maniacs thing and i was just like um it wasn't stupidly expensive for, like for the movie maniacs it's like now it's like crazy but this is when the first came out and I thought, oh yeah, okay. I didn't have the money for it then, so I was gonna, I'll, I'll have the money in in a few weeks' time. And by the time I went back, it disappeared. Um, I've never seen it come on the market or anyone selling it. Like even if you do a search on eBay, it it never comes up in any of the listings. Send me the exact details, and I will speak to a chum of mine mm-hmm. who's um. I probably couldn't afford it now. I probably couldn't afford it now. (laughs) Well, you never know. If if it's one of those things we can we can get in, we might be able to help you out. Mm -hmm. Um, Might be interesting to know the price at least. At least you won't be tormenting yourself and thinking, "Oh, I could have had." That's a good point. Yeah, if you could find the price on it, at least then you'd know if you were in Mm. the market or out of the market. I've just I I can't find it listed. That's the thing. I I, I've looked on toy websites on uh, Facebook. And the ones that they always do pop up is the Michael Myers, um, yeah, the Freddy Krueger, Jason, Jason uh, the, even the Tiffany and uh, Chucky ones, uh, the Crows oh. are big, um, and, and Edward Scissorhand. But the... well, I've got Edward Scissorhands. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got Edward Scissorhands. He's in the back bedroom. He was once my sister's. That's McFarlane. I've got um, Kill Bill, Uma, Uma, blah, 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 the bride. She's a uh, <laughs> McFarlane. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got. Charlie in the Chocolate Factory, Willy Wonka. That's McFarlane. That's Michaela's. You can tell to see whether Johnny Depp thing's coming in. And Captain Jack Sparrow. Mm, okay. Again, <laughs> Michaela's. Michaela's. I was thinking, like, what, you had a, you've got a Gene Wilder, like, McFarlane no, action thing. No, that'd be more than the Johnny Depp one. But Michaela had to, um, when she moved into our little dollhouse, she had to get rid of some of our stuff, but she didn't want to necessarily get rid of it. So I was like... It's okay, I can come and live in my house. So I've got all of our her McFarlane's, which are all Johnny Depp ones, and I've also got her entire um, Nightmare Before Christmas collection as well. Whoa. Just to, just kept in my house. I have no doubt <laughs> if she ever and you I like don't think she ever would. <laughs> but if she said she wanted them back, I would not actually be awful and keep them from her because. Mm. You know, I'm not a dick. <laughs> but you can like threaten it. You can be like, they're going to the retro room. You don't. <laughs> yeah, I have a, um, I've I have got a buyer. I have quite a unique one. I'm just going to go and grab her actually because she's quite unique. It's a Sally doll. And I've never, 
<laughs> I've never actually seen her before. Mm -hmm. Like, but Michaela has her. I'm just going to see if that can. Oh yes. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah. These are these are really cool. There's a there's a there's a jack that matches that as well. Yeah, she only. I don't know. I've no. I can't even remember. Like I, on every single one that she's given, I know exactly where she got it from. Mm -hmm. But this, I have no idea. She, but I don't even think she had. Yeah. Take it, the 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 box. Take it out the box. Take it out the box. Let it breathe. Let it breathe. <laughs> sorry, Loki. Did mommy wake you? <laughs> oh, oh, I'm sorry, baby. Come here. Sorry, my little needy bears after us. <laughs> no, that that was always the one that I I know the McFarlane ones now. Like stupidly, um, I wish I kept a lot of them, but they didn't ever like they were very flimsy when they. Uh, so a lot of them did get damaged, or like the backgrounds used to fall apart quite easy as well. I know, um, like Donna, who comes on the podcast quite a lot, um, she and her dad have a great collection of the McFarlane figures, but she's actually got the Lost Boy figures as well. Oh. Um, and I have and I keep on hinting them, if you ever want to sell them, but um, yeah, she she wouldn't sell them to me because she knows I would take them out of the box. <laughs> <laughs> the Lost Boys figures are a, a great selection and there's they um that every time I hear the Lost Boys figures, I think of the Warriors set as well. Mm. There was a set of Warriors figures which were just beautiful. Yeah, mm -hmm. I can pick. God, them. I love them. They were nice. <laughs> I yeah, I bet we, I bet we've all walked past stuff like that yeah. was on shelves at the time, like being like in Forbidden Planet or whatever, and just been like, oh yeah, whatever. Oh, <laughs> now so it's like sought after. <laughs> so many regret buys. Even recently, the um the creature one, you know, just mm -hmm. the. He's on card. I can't like he, he's not even that big, and I haven't been able to see him anytime I've been out since. Sorry, Logan. Go on. Um, yeah, I've, I've got regret buys. Like regret, I didn't buy that. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Um, like yeah, the Necker creature of the Black Lagoon. That's October or November, I believe. October, I think. Um, I know me bride, me bride Frankenstein. She comes at some point in September. It mm -hmm. was a birthday present of my sister. I got Frank and the Bride Necker ones. Um, because I just said Universal Monsters, there you go. That's that'll <laughs> do. And she ended up getting <laughs> the two of them. I think, yeah, I think Creature is October. I mm -hmm. think. But yeah, like I said, Necker at the moment is my little especially anything to do with gremlins. Like I like that's one of the collections I do try and keep you thing. I know the one of the grills that I do want to get my hands on, I was annoyed because and uh, they got a re-release in America a few months back, but they've never brought it out over here. The Spider Gremlin. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> when you buy it over here, it's like two hundred, two fifty yeah, uh, pounds. That's expensive as hell, yeah. But in America, they were selling in um, like, what's it like the stupid shop that's at like Asda over there, Target for like forty yeah, forty dollars. Yeah. Forty dollars, and uh, and then you try and buy it over like to export to come over here, then it's nobody wants to do it. And it was, <laughs> I got very annoyed at that. They get some. They get quite some exclusive stuff. Mm -hmm. What? Where's ours? Where's the Azure exclusive? Where's the Sainsbury's exclusive? Like I don't. Ends up in B and M's and then falls yeah. and swipes it up. <laughs> yeah, saying that though, true. me and Aiden had a conversation about B and M's. Like uh, we don't know. How, well, it's that Super Seven range. Like oh. they sh shouldn't even have them figures in. Yep. They're like when you look at Super Seven, they're a specialist market that goes to specialist 
like stores. So it's either Those someone's went it? bust, or as Aidan said, there's a, a, a containers went missing, and B and M's kind of got their hands on it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, I genuinely I don't know how they ended up with with all of that stock because they were what seventy dollars plus in the US. Mm-hmm. Mm. They were sixty seventy dollars, um, and somehow they've ended up in B and M. I guess that's how they've ended. They've been able to afford to buy. Wilco's or whatever the situation. Yeah, I, think the, yeah. I think that fell through. I think that fell through. By the way, they didn't quite sell enough. They didn't quite sell enough of them. Oh well. Okay. Paul had us all hunting for the mate to bring him by the head from Whitley Bear. <laughs> I did get the ones I wanted though. That was saying the only one. Yeah, I, good. The only one I was missing was Samurai Leo, but again, I could live without oh, okay. that one. Um, <laughs> but Leatherhead and Slash, I was very uh, determined. And Krang, Krang's amazing. The quality of them. These... I don't think you've put. I don't think you've took pictures of them yet. You have to put no, them in the community not. for yeah, us I mean, to look at. They're around the. Um, I think I've got. It's all right. You, <laughs> you don't. Yeah, have to don't get start pulling stuff to pieces. Crangs down there. They're quite. They're quite chunky pieces. They're mm. big. They're big, sizable um, figures, well, and they look great. Well, the leatherhead uh, ones double the size of everyone else's. Because yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, they've actually had to detach his tail. So you, when you take him out of the box, you can put his tail on him because it literally wouldn't fit in the box. <laughs> nice amazing but like the super seven figures or that's something I, i've been aware of but i never thought i would ever own them because they are going stupid prices and how quickly they do the thundercat range is, is something that that you've never seen like the quality wise Every, everything that super seven does in releases goes through the roof i always um wanted to get the uh this is what i do i look at i look at lines when they're coming out and i'm like I really want to get that. And then when it comes to it, getting it, I'm like, mm-hmm. think, use your brain. You don't actually want that. You just want it <laughs> now. And then tomorrow you'll be like, oh, I don't want it anymore. Um, <laughs> but I used to, I used to look at the, they did a line of um, Japanese wrestlers. Mm. And uh, so there was, a, there was a few in that, that I was like, I really want Ooh. these. And then which, when they actually which one, released them. Which ones were you wanting? <laughs> um, so uh, Naito. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, really wanted that one, and there was someone else as well. Was it uh, Abushi? Kurobushi? That did okay, they do? yeah, that would, yeah, uh, that would be I, good. I looked at those two, and I was like, yeah, I think they're really cool. You've kind of set me off now because I've never even thought about Japanese wrestling figures. I'm like, yeah. I really want well, a uh, Suzuki one. <laughs> <laughs> this is the thing, and I, I, I saw them, and then when they when they actually released them, they were really bad. Mm. Yeah, they, they didn't look good at all. So I was. Um, just had a thought. I was glad I didn't bother. Yeah, just had a thought with like toy ranges and stuff, and like markets that potentially could be interesting. And if I don't know if there is a market out there or if there's been been made, I would love to see like a Barbie style but with RuPaul Drag Race and the like the actual contestants. <laughs> like, could I'm you sure imagine that? Have... I'm sure Ru has. Don't say this. Article. This is this is this is where I want to. Um... This is uh, so. I've wanted to, I've wanted to do them as custom custom uh, items for God knows how, how long. I've said it to mm-hmm. Amy a bunch of times. Like I'd like to do mm-hmm. these characters as custom figures, either one offs or mm-hmm. commissions or whatever. But my God, if 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 that line could be done, mm-hmm. they would fly out. Surely yeah, they would massively. <laughs> 
Okay. There would be there is there would be such a market for it, absolutely. Could you imagine it like a, the box on a Trixie Mattel though? Amazing. <laughs> oh, and you yeah. can do all the different outfits as well. The, just prints money. The accessories <laughs> that they might come with. My gosh. Oh yeah. Oh, all the all the different pattern and stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure Aru has um their own Barbie doll. Um, because there's like oh, there's a Barbie doll for fucking everything. The one that I really want, mm-hmm. and I don't, I don't know if I'll ever get a hold of it for a, a price that I'm willing to pay. But it's the Tippy Hepburn, um, the birds. Right. Barbie. Ah, right. <laughs> and I think Carol, um, I think Caroline from the group has like she her Barbie collection. She's got the Hocus Pocus ones. Um, oh, but there's some of them. I've I've never owned a Barbie doll. Mm-hmm. But I would quite happily own them ones, like the the specialist ones. Even the Star Trek ones are so fucking cool. Mm-hmm. Monster High, Monster. Oh, that I, is a I, that is a sleeper line that everybody should take a look at. Mm. My High. God, Monster High dolls. They're like, yeah, they're like little 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 dolls for goths. Far superior to any Barbie oh. doll. Yeah, <laughs> they're just excellent. But on, honestly, if you look at um, like we, uh, I, if anybody's out there looking to sell Monster High dolls. Come and see me because <laughs> we get request. That's one of those toys that we get requested an awful lot. Mm. Um, uh, people really like them, and there's some really high mm-hmm. value um, figures out there. But the first, like the G1 Monster High, mm-hmm. they had like plastic that molded from clear to glow in the dark to oh, colored cool. plastic, all just like through one mold. Mm-hmm. And it and it dri- the the color change is perfect. So it goes from being completely clear, transparent to a little bit uh, glow in the dark to uh, a colored plastic, and it's perfect. It's mm. there's just some really really ace um, work going on in some of those toys. So mm. I know, like, see, when it comes to like certain toys and certain figures that like me and Sammy like are obsessed with, like the Nega horror ones, like we love. Um, I I don't know about you guys, which like future neck lines would you like to see made um i know a personal favorite i don't know how it will be done but i would love to see the 13 ghost figures uh as no, NECA. Be- i think that would be like a seller like like that's a good idea as well because it's a contained like set that could do <laughs> i sorry to interrupt you but i've just noticed sally is not attached she was bonking around when you picked oh her up my- like God, she's been out the box. <laughs> she's, she's already breathed. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> you own a loose figure. Oh, <laughs> no. Just took her out the box. Sammy's deep box something, <laughs> yes. <laughs> the killer. Not even attached. That's because oh she's been God, wandering about call... your house at night. <laughs> I don't know what you to say. Her... You can pull her hands off. Enough. Oh. <laughs> just ripping it apart now. Oh my god, you need to get back look, in there. I've just look. noticed, you know them little plastic rings that go around them? Yeah. yeah. I've just noticed they're sitting on the bottom. Oh no. And I'm like, oh you fucker. Soiled. That figure has been played with. Yes. Or so... a Toy Story situation has happened. And Sorry to interrupt that just like that's really upset us that. <laughs> no. Yeah. Sorry. During uh, during Sally Gate, there uh, Paul mentioned um, thirteen <laughs> ghosts. Yeah, yeah, and sorry. like this, uh, we haven't spoken about this, mm-hmm. um, but I'm currently speaking to someone, uh, and I, I, I guess I, met, I, I have to say now is because we're I, I'm looking at producing a line 
of 13 ghosts right but as um i've, I've spoken to a guy who's doing some 3d work on mm. the faces we've talked about um what sort of line and style we'd like them to sort of look like right and, uh, we're hoping to do them as sort of um some some sort of like custom work but also mm. as uh packaged figures limited run uh bits and there's workarounds on the what they will be named so mm. i don't know whether if we can get away with calling the juggernaut the juggernaut but mm. Just put a G instead of a um, GS type thing. <laughs> the yeah. the guy, the, I, I can't remember what his exact name is, but the Juggernaut has a name tag mm -hmm. just here. Yeah. So I'm probably going to, if with the Juggernaut, I'm probably just going to go with the just, with the name tag there, and then whatever the, whatever the whatever the whatever whatever he's referenced as in the book of the the, the book mm. of ghosts, you yeah. know the the black the dark spirits or mm. the black spirit, uh, names. Um, that mm. was sort of the the go-to for the line because mm. i'm not looking at getting sued but yeah <laughs> large line we yeah, have we i've been i've been thinking about 13 ghosts for probably four or five years as a line of figures to do i saw as someone a, do... as, a, as, a, as a proper personal project for myself and it's yeah it's wild that you bring up that line because it's you and Paul are on the same wavelength it's just... <laughs> <laughs> I'm a first buyer i know that much. <laughs> it's, it's it's one of them things or when you see um, like what Nick can do and the figures that they're, they're getting and you look at like the horror movies or if you stay away from the classic horror movies and go through like what, what can they do differently or new ones without upsetting the people like 13 Ghosts has a like a, such a cult following and such an interest and makes like, a array of characters I know someone done a custom I saw someone online do a custom Funko Pops of them all and yeah they, they were they were good and yeah. I don't like Funko Pops yeah mm. And they look yeah. unreal, but I just think it's just a license where if the if like as you said, people are looking to make money and people will buy this shit. Like like look at this. Look at well um I even got someone to do a custom Michael Myers front of the house and that that like I can't believe how much that cost and it's got like a little Myers um, sign in front of it. Um and like say he's on uh, Instagram as well, but some of his work he does, he it's like the set building and stuff like that. But I don't know why companies haven't done this before. Like, aren't like it's pushing. such an obvious line to me. I agree. Mm. Just, just things, but there is others as well. Like, um, and I think now I would love to see. Uh, a, for example, I know it probably won't make much money, but a tank girl line. Um, mm -hmm. like saying tank girl yeah. with the tank, then the like the kangaroos have an ice ice cute ice tea as a kangaroo again. <laughs> um, would be oh, a tin. Jet, jet would be a cool one as well. Like. Mm -hmm. The character jet that is but i mean selfishly for me like i'd like the the super mario brothers movie like bob hoskins <laughs> action <laughs> figure yes i would buy a bob hoskins uh, figure absolutely i think there was a dennis <laughs> hopper i think i think you could get a dennis hopper when i was when i was speaking it out loud i was like this probably exists but like you know <laughs> i haven't seen any at the toy fairs or anything no. so. something that's like proper detail though that you could really tell like yeah Bob hoskins and john legozamo that would be awesome and like their exact costumes yeah which uh -huh. Necker likes to do <laughs> yeah and like you can have interchangeables like outfits like that'd be yeah. cool like when you when they go out for spaghetti dinner and they're in little suits and that yeah exactly. <laughs> but, I think, but i think for so many years when it comes to toys like when it, you wanted like realistic and accurate like the hot toys um like 
was it the Hot Toys mm-hmm. Court Limits? I forgot what's the name of them, where you paint nearly two to three hundred pound for a figure. Hot Toys. Yeah, Hot Toys. Yeah, yeah. They had Hot like a, a, a quite a thing on the market. Then Knickers came along and shown that, like, not as not on the larger scale, but on a shorter scale, they can do these realistic figures for yeah. affordable prices as well. Because um, <laughs> that was like I said, the big thing, and they proved it with the Gremlin range. The Gremlin range is absolutely unreal. Like even if they're in the box or in the like say just the the cardboard back with a bit of plastic the ones they're done with the gremlins too which i've got a few of them here this one should be out uh like i said yeah. like how detailed and crazy Love it. like it looks it's, fant- it's absolutely fantastic um my, my husband was gonna buy his a hot toy for my birthday one year and i was like just don't no <laughs> don't like that's a lot of money and i, I love they are lovely in great details i was like that's a lot of money the only one that i would possibly pay for is, and it's not um, Hot Toys, it's uh, Sideshow Collectibles, is Grogu. The <laughs> um, the detail on Grogu on the Sideshow is un-fucking-real. Like, it was amazing. Um, but yeah, he was a lot, a lot of money. A lot of money. Yeah, it's a lot of money to dump into. I know, I know. One and singular it's like, item. Well, and, and especially when Necker is, like, quite affordable. Yeah. Like it's not it's not ridiculous money and it is you're getting like top quality detailed like my frankenstein is fucking uh, ants predator mm-hmm. is amazing mm-hmm. like the detail in that and i hate the fact that where he's got it displayed it really annoys <laughs> us we've got a couple yeah. of predators in in the shop and it's um it's a really impressive the city hunter herb it's pretty impressive mm-hmm. it's a really really cool uh cool figure i think it's like detail wise i think it's on par with with uh with any of the top mm-hmm. the top money yeah. figures. i think like if when when we were kids if they'd had like more predators in the toy shops like they were just sold forever yeah i know you could definitely get like an alien three like range and stuff like that but i never really saw much of that when i was a kid but i think if you could have got Predator toys in most shops, I think most kids would have picked them up. Because <laughs> like we loved the Terminator ones. <laughs> well, this is, the, this is something they don't do anymore. They don't do um, toy lines for movies mm-hmm. that weren't movies for kids. Yeah. So, like Robocop. It was what, 15, 18, mm-hmm. probably rated movies. Yeah, toy line. That's fine. No, no questions. <laughs> yeah, it was like it was like a yeah, like sure. a knowing Fifteen. nod, wasn't it? Like we know he is a watching them. Like we know. Yeah, that's all right. Give them a toy line. <laughs> they'll be they'll be fine. But the only thing that's annoying me now, when it comes to certain releases, they are releasing these toys for, with collectors in mind, and they're doing limited runs. It's almost doing mm-hmm. like the Funko approach, because I like. Um, I know they released not too long ago the Dungeon and Dragons cartoon figures. Um, oh, actually, I, I love the cartoon. I thought they were like, amazing. These figures are amazingly detailed. But what they did is release three characters to start with and said, you've got to wait until then. Now they've released the other three, uh, the Magician, the Invisible Girl, and the Coward with the Shield. And mm-hmm. um, they are... They've been released, but they are very hard to find in stores. You have yep. to buy them online, where most stores yep. now are adding 10 or even £5 extra cost on for what was a £22 figure. To Now it's like 30 35 and it's like, I don't want to pay £35 for these figures. So, But I've got like yeah. half a collection now, and it's like driving as much. And mm. then they brought out the Dungeon Master and the bad guy in one. 
instead of like releasing them separately and they're charging yeah. 50 pound for that figure now and it's like again for fair enough as a collector but 50 pound for it's not to NECA's standard but it's yeah it's not worth a 50 pound figure though there's yeah, there's cool. there's three things which are uh, in similar well one of them is is that mm-hmm. but three things which really annoy me and that's that it's limited release mm-hmm. um limited release stuff and chase items mm-hmm. they they just because you're making something collectible just for the sake of being collectible not because yeah. it was cool and everybody wanted it you're just saying well there's less of it so mm-hmm. how about it guys um it, I, I can't stand it. Mm-hmm. The the other things is um, pre-sale, mm. um, pre-release. Like um, I'll get this pre-release, and there's a lot of a lot of companies that just aren't mm-hmm. fulfilling pre-releases. I see so many like oh, you've paid for the pre-release on this, and then it never actually comes to fruition. Yeah, the item gets cancelled or. Um, Mm-hmm. I just see it happening over and over again, especially mm-hmm. um, with like wrestling toys. It's it's got mm-hmm. it got it's got to be one of those things where like um, I think I know one guy now. He buys all of the the, the retro companies um, pre releases. So there's there's quite a few different mm-hmm. toy companies in that in that field now making retro style uh, Hasbro style uh, wrestlers, mm-hmm. and they've all got they've all got pre release and they're they're it's just so much of it. It's like there's like twelve or thirteen mm-hmm. separate figures on pre-release, and they might not be, they might not make it from order mm-hmm. to your hands for twelve months, fifteen months, eighteen months. Some of these, it's just, and some of them's not even yeah. regulating how many you can buy as well. So no. someone's going in buying twelve, oh, really? uh, twelve different figures, and, yep. and then it's like, I've got these great. Fair enough if you can afford it, but it's basically. Like say, taking it out of the hands of the people who actually like say love and like yeah, it's wild and it's just where does it where does it stop? Mm-hmm. Like how many different things? It for me, me sometimes I've said it. It feels like a Ponzi. It feels like they release a figure mm-hmm. and people sign up to it, mm-hmm. but they didn't get the sign up they expected. So what they do is they release. Oh well, let's release a second figure. Mm-hmm. Get loads of pre-sale for that. So we can afford to pay for the first figure, right. and then you find yourself six or seven figures down the line, and they're like, "Well, we're never going to be able to release all of these." And it, it, it's the—it's basically what um, uh, I, f- I forget what they're called now. They make the little statues with the magazines. Oh, not right. yeah, the other one. Yeah, the Diamond Collective ones. Uh, yeah, that sort of they I can't remember what they called. They do the Star Trek ones as well. Yeah, the, the, yeah, do, the little um, statues. The, like, the, oh, every year they'll come out and say build your own DeLorean and like Yeah, those sort pieces. of things. And they get so far down with them and like mm-hmm. the the company eventually went bust because they've mm-hmm. they've committed to so many pre mm-hmm. pre orders and pre sale on, on certain items that mm-hmm. where do they go with it? Yeah. yeah. And things just never happen. So they're they're making it really difficult for collectors, mm-hmm. and there was there was something else, but I'm waffling and I don't want to be. <laughs> no, 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 it's fine. Can I ask like what like okay? So this is like going back to like when we were kids or whatever. What do you think the most obscure like toy line you ever had like a thing from? You know, because there's always those like short-lived cartoons or whatever that have like one season, but they somehow ended up with toys. <laughs> like, I think mine would be I had 
two figures, I believe, from the the cartoon version of the mask. <laughs> you know, oh, the Jim wow. Carrey movie. Um, and it oh, had Jim it had movie. it had interchangeable. Well, no, it was the cartoon based on the movie oh, based on the comic Curry. or whatever. I don't know. It had interchangeable heads with like two different sides. Yeah. So when you pushed it down, it would say one thing for one outfit, then change the head, and then it would say his other catchphrase for like the other head. It's quite advanced, actually. <laughs> Two that come to mind for me, but it was probably because I just didn't see many of them and I wanted them because I thought they were yeah. cool when I was a kid. And that was Inspector Gadget. Hmm. Oh, no, um, I don't think I've ever seen a gadget. So um, Inspector Gadget was made by a company called Dick, uh, D-I-C. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know if that's the correct pronunciation, but it's got Dick on the box, so it's Dick um and they were they're really they're really sought after now they're really collectible they're very tough to get hold of but they were excellent um and i really really i really liked them and i really wanted um the figures from those when i was a kid and the oh, other yeah, one, his car was awesome <laughs> and you see quite a lot of it now and it's really cheap and you can you can pick you'll never you'll never see them complete and with accessories but biker mice yeah. Oh, yeah. My yeah. friend had all of them. Anywhere. <laughs> um, they're just, they just, uh, they were just complete, just gone. Yeah. Nowhere had them. Well, do you, do you think some, do you think for biker mice specifically that they probably got separated from the bikes? Because on their own, the bikes just look like regular, like, you know, yeah. car toys. So Nothing like, special, yeah. I, I think at some point they've all been like separated when it's like, no, you need they've all got their own signature bikes, <laughs> you need to keep them together. <laughs> but it, my friend had all of them and they were awesome to play with. <laughs> I remember and, people being crazy over, like, I know you mentioned the mask, but not mask the, sh the show, mask the car, like, like it was almost yeah, like a Transformers. That's what I thought you were referring yes, to. Yes, I never really understood that show as a kid, but I do remember it. <laughs> well, the toys people used to go crazy, but they used to have like tiny little figures. And I, yeah, I they were so small. I can imagine them being nigh on impossible to like get complete these days. They've all been hoovered up. Yeah. With removable masks as well. Yeah. That really? Go, oh, which go missing all of the time and <laughs> accessories. So you could buy those figures in 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 separate packs, and they're like European exclusives, with tiny little accessories. So there's like um, a sea assault set, mm -hmm. and you get two figures of some accessories and alternative clothing. And mm -hmm. God, they that 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 line on just the figures is insane. The tiny toys kind of dead at this point, isn't it? Like everything's yeah. been like sized up. Yeah, but like I loved Mighty Max as well. There's no way those like oh. tiny parts will be able to still circulate. <laughs> <laughs> what percentage of Mighty Max um, sets do you reckon are complete and loose? Oh, to what was released? How many like Mighty Maxes are in the ground? Like, like <laughs> yeah. tiny men. Yeah. <laughs> Five percent of all Mighty Max loose are complete. Maybe oh, probably. That's like, you, do you know as well? Like. You, Polly Pocket could fit in the same sets. They had the same <laughs> base, so you could snap them into oh, each other's toy sets. I, yeah. I never owned Polly Pockets. <laughs> I had the alternative, which was All Penny. She was bigger than Polly Pocket, like mm -hmm. not much yeah. bigger, but she was bigger. Um, and she didn't live in a little tiny pocket. Mm -hmm. She lived in a house, and I had the house the diner, the farm, the this, the that. I had this whole town and I was 
I used to set it up in my bedroom, all of it, <laughs> furniture included, set it all up, put everyone in position, and then go, right, let's put it away now. My sister <laughs> used to get furious. <laughs> that was I the same. Spend good hours putting that together. I used to do the same with, uh, like, see, my brother got the Jurassic Park co- compound. And used to get like take that out of the box and put that together. It was so fiddly, and, like not as small as that, but like it had so many bits. I used to take mm. at least about an hour to put together, and then afterwards, you're like, I don't want to play with this now. It's not yeah. fun. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, I just wanted, I just wanted, to, I was just world building, mm. and then once I was done and looked at my creation, I went, okay, let's put it away. Okay, that's good. <laughs> so. As we always do when we've got a special guest on as well, as we as I give you the little heads up before, we'll ask you to do mm-hmm. your, your top five favourite movies now because this is always, like I say, our key Here point we go. as well. So he's got his this list will, this is This is how simple my brain is. <laughs> nothing nothing complicated here. Labyrinth. Right, okay. Absolute, okay. absolute go-to for me. Love it. I love, love a simple movie. Mm-hmm. It's fun. Nothing complex, no, no, nothing difficult there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Princess Bride, oh, perfect wow. movie. Yes, what okay. a good film. Mm-hmm. Never, you never feel bad after watching that film, right? No, Beetlejuice, funny, mm-hmm. brilliant characters. What more could you want? Mm-hmm. Big Lebowski, excellent. Ooh. The dude, yeah, <laughs> nothing happens. Yeah, it's wonderful. <laughs> it's a film about nothing. It's what, could, what more could you want? Mm-hmm. It's and, um. Dan Goodman. Dan Goodman? John Goodman. John Goodman. I got his character and his thing he mixed up. (laughs) One of of his best roles. Then, just to prove I can use my brain, uh, Memento. I absolutely love Memento. Okay. Nice. I haven't heard anyone mention Memento in a long time. Ever. (laughs) Because I, to this day, still couldn't... I've watched it. This is a movie I have actually seen. And I have no fucking clue what's going on. (laughs) So there's an Easter egg on the DVD where you can watch it in reverse, but it's actually forward. So you watch everything in the order mm-hmm. that, it act- that it actually happens rather yeah. than what it's presented at. Oh. So if you're, if you're a little bit confused and you're scratching your head and you're like, well, I was just going to go pierce. You can just, really, I can't really remember just... how you access the, it's in one of the menus. Mm-hmm. I think it's like if you go to extras and then go all the way to the bottom and then past the bottom mm-hmm. you can watch it in the in the actual order oh, yeah because dvds used to have secret things yeah at least yeah, eggs, yeah. <laughs> yeah wow. i used to sit i used to sit on the futurama ones trying to find them the what you could find them if you just sat there long enough <laughs> sorry the, the chat's just getting excited because sammy's seen a movie so that's fine <laughs> Yay! it happens but i yes. thought you were gonna say toy story one two three four and then the movie toys oh. <laughs> to be fair oh, toy, toys was a dark film that was a robin williams that's a, movie freaks me out that i think it freaks yeah, robin you... england's out i don't think it was as, as meant to be as dark as it as it came across you you watch it being like it's the genie i'm gonna watch this robin williams movie and then you're like oh no (laughs) Uh. it's it's about my daddy not loving me but yeah (laughs) (laughs) yes um i thought that that would be a nice little uh way to like wrap things up again um we'll definitely have you back on if you want to come back on in the future as well always yes um, always um if you i'm Always down to talk about wrestling. Mm-hmm. That's uh, that's my uh, big thing. But mm. 
You come to the right place then. <laughs> yeah, know, have are. you ever done a deep dive on the office, American office? Um, but if you I... want to, I, think... I am free for that. No, actually. Uh, American office and why it's better than the British office. I'm happy to talk <laughs> about that all the day long. Yes. Um, I yeah, think, I think Sam is the only one that's actually watched. <laughs> it's my favorite. It's my favorite program of all time. Like I fucking. Love I mean, it. it's the best. It's Goodwill's the best. a sitcom king as well, so he's probably. Yeah, that's true. Michael probably... likes a good sitcom. Yeah. I absolutely love The Office. It's uh, it's the best. But yeah, we're we're building up a, a proper like a stable of wrestler friends, aren't we? At the yeah, moment, we are. yeah, we'll, we'll have to go back. Great for wrestling, honestly. It's you, the the Northeast has uh, a a a brilliant love for wrestling. There, it's it's. I love it's going to like been, some. I love going to little local shows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, we did a wrestling episode only just Sunday. Gone. I don't know if you caught yep. that one. The, the the dark side. Yeah. 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 It, was, it was an interesting take. Trying to have have fun but also care. being careful not to upset or because like some of the tones it was always yeah. it was always going to be interesting but i think it was quite an interesting topic to, you get have, to have a laugh and a joke when you're talking about jake the snake roberts it's uh yeah. well, so, oh, we'll, so we'll plan it we'll plan a fun a fun rest <laughs> yeah, of, we'll the we'll the side of the, <laughs> the ring. yeah i think that needs to follow dark side because it was very like you find yourself getting quite angry, or I did anyway. Like I got really yeah. angry, so it'd be nice to do something really light-hearted that's come to wrestling that we don't have to go into the, you know, the awful if bits about. Simple, there's a simple for for light-hearted and wrestling. My two suggestions would be um, gimmicks, stupid gimmicks. Yeah. Um, you can't go wrong with a good stupid gimmick chat, and uh, jobbers. There's nothing more fun than talking about the guys that were paid to lose every night. I mean, I love those guys. They yeah. are my absolute favourite thing. I am that much of I'm a huge Hardy Boys fan, and I used to watch their matches when they were jobbers. Oh, wow. They used to get dragged all over the place. There's, 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 one of my favourite jobber matches is a Hardy Boy um, getting absolutely beaten to smithereens by yeah. uh, Razor Ramon. It's He's just yeah. he gets so angry about the situation. Him. This guy's barely trained, doesn't know how to take any of his moves. You could see him getting visibly more and more angry through the match. Yeah, it's great. I love it. Mm-hmm. I do have the I do have oh, an yeah. idea of doing a, uh, an episode dedicated to Mrs. Foley's baby boy doing a Mick Foley special. I think. Oh yeah, because oh, yes. I, I can't get enough of talking about. There's uh, a lot Mick. to talk about with that guy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a lot and of characters. All- Lots to go into. <laughs> but yes, I, yeah, I think I'm here was... for all of that. Yes, awesome. Um, but again, like I say, if you haven't followed uh, the retro rooms on Facebook, they have their own uh, Facebook community as well, where yes. they do, like I say, buy and sell, like I say, toys in that uh, room. There'll be a, a link in the description. I know I put a link on the to the to your website as well on the in the mm-hmm. description, but I'll put a few more links on when we're done. Um, like I say, Aiden does do uh, like a lot for the Nordy Up North community as well. And uh, if you go in and see him, he always loves having a chat with you, even though we we'll probably annoy him more than anything else. <laughs> um, don't take him any more plates. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no plates. 
please, unless they're they've got wrestlers on them, then I might consider them. If you've got a plate with Kane's face on it, then I'm probably going to buy it. Um, <laughs> That's got to be Kane. And, you know, if you come in and you see the prices and you think, oh, well, this is probably not the best strategic business move. I'm always negotiable. So if you're putting a bundle of bits together, we're going to. We're always going to do people deals. See, I'm no good with that because I don't like to haggle. That's the thing. I feel no, always uncomfortable. Always, I'm always open to a haggle. This is the yeah. price. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I, love a, I love a haggle. Mm-hmm. You know, very yeah. rarely am I... £100 for this yeah. Captain Planet. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, though, the, the last couple of times I've been in, it's like, oh, how much is that? Oh, I've uh, looked at the price. Okay. Uh, and I'm not even... But it's like I'd want to, I think I've done that with uh, buying Echo One off you. I bought it there. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Firehouse, I didn't even find out. I think one time you had the Millennium Falcon in, that's above my head right now. And I was like, <laughs> how much is that? And you were like, um, this. And I just went, I didn't even, I had my button card out. So I am the worst for haggling. I'll probably give you more yeah, than you probably that. Do. I can't do it. I can't. You tell me a price and that's a price. Mm-hmm. I tried to do it on Vintage once and the girl was like, no, I'm like kind of waiting because like there's been a lot of interest, and I went bought <laughs> <laughs> that old line. I got I got a free Pokemon card once at a convention, a six pound Pokemon card from being <laughs> just for haggling a little bit. <laughs> you've, got to, you've got to ask. If you don't ask, you don't get. Yeah, so, yeah, true. But yes, I, no, I, I know. I know. We are hoping. Um, because I know we went to Newcastle when we met, had a meet up with a few of the nerds. But I think the next one we're going to try and do is have a walk through Sunderland. So you might have a, a bunch of weird, socially uh, awkward people like go up and in your shop. Hopefully, soon. we'll buy something. I'll buy something. <laughs> I'll buy it might be me. small. You guarantee I'll buy something. I always do. <laughs> that's I'm that's terrible. fine by me. Cool. Um. So, are you, have you got anything planned this week, Jake? Or are you? Is this? Uh, are you having a break now? I think it's going to be a quiet. Yeah, I think it's going to be a quiet week for me because uh, we've just done two in a row, haven't we? Yes. <laughs> Off the bat. Keeping <laughs> Jake busy, but yes. Um, and I, I know Sammy is recording uh, the Monsters episode this week for Monday, which is going to be about yeah. Leatherface from the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. So, <laughs> so, yes, and I think we're back. Well, we are back on Sunday. Uh, we are back on Always. Sunday uh, talk, and we're doing an episode on Angel. And I've tried to be watch the quietest and... I've ever been on the podcast. <laughs> trying to watch the first season, and it is a tough one. It does get better. Um, but also, Goodwill will be back on uh, Friday talking right. about uh, lower deck, uh, lower decks, and uh, the, the Star Trek. Oh, what a show! <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but having uh, Goodwill and Graham discuss it and going off on tangents is always entertaining. Yeah, um, they're doing a watch along for like for the new stuff. Yeah. But just I love say, trash TV. Yes, I love all that trash TV. Sorry, no, it's fine. Um, no, it's fine. That's why we've got it on our channel. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> this, this stuff is is like the, the, I, anything bad. Any of those bad Netflix TV shows. I'm mm-hmm. I'm all like me and Amy just sit here and we binge all of them <laughs> below deck. Selling sunset. We're just I'm just the worst <laughs> TV. Ninety day well. fiance. All of that nonsense. I, I'm I'm addicted to it. I, I can't I can't help it. Trash um, TV, man. Nothing wrong yeah, with it. it's great. Um, I think, as well, just to start the promotion train for it as well, because we are going yeah. to start mentioning it quite a lot in the things that we are doing. We are doing a charity stream on the 14th of October where us nerds will be uh, talking, gaming, live for a full 24 hours, no breaks, yeah. uh, 
so Sammy's not going to get an hour off at anything at any time or anything like that. No, no, Sam's <laughs> doing the full. Sam and Jake, yeah, Jake. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jake. We're going to be begging you <laughs> for begging you for your money and everything. Yeah. It's going to be pathetic. There's going to be costume changes. <laughs> um, it's going to be a whole big extravaganza. Yeah, we've got. Um, qu- got a quiz planned uh we've got phantasmophobia planned um Fuck, yes. so there's it, gonna be some raven going on in that game it's gonna be great so yeah <laughs> you should so, do the quiz and only do one question per hour that'll separate, yeah. the, that would be that'll separate the men from the boys <laughs> who can remember the, what you answered or, um, end up like, let's. I just want to know if we're going to be friends afterwards. That's going to be the thing. Yeah, I know. I'm so, I'm so glad it's like we've got that. We finish on the what the Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. I've got the Monday off work. Just don't talk to us until like the Tuesday, maybe, and we'll be all right. But to be fair, I think you're doing an episode the day before the Friday the Thirteenth episode. <laughs> Double duty. Yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you're doing the Jason episode, I think, uh, that day. Oh, the it's pre-recorded. It's pre-recorded. Yes. It's only because I am going to a Q&A uh, viewing thing of Sleepaway Camp. Right. So it is going up, but I am pre. it's going to have to be pre-recorded because I am stupidly going to be out the night before. So now, if you've watched this video as well, please go into Granger, uh, not Granger, uh, Jackie White's Market in Sunland yes. and, and take in all your plates. Please. All your plates. Yeah. Paper. I've got a great unicorn paper plates in here that oh, I still God. have. What are you doing? Yeah, Kane, suplex and super shredder. <laughs> <laughs> good God Almighty. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is a good time to end it now, yeah. Jake's gone mad. <laughs> and, and anything you want to promote there as well, Adrian? Just anything you want to say? No, just come in and buy all my stuff and uh, sell me all your other stuff. Um, just, you know, pop in. And, and In fairness, just swing by anytime. Come in for a chat. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love seeing people. Um, I love having a chat about toys and figures and, and some, things. And, and sometimes he's got a pooch as well there. Yeah, Bruno's oh, down man. here. He's, I don't know how to reverse the video or show you Bruno at here. But you're all right, son. He's sitting here just below the laptop. He's... <laughs> Fed up of hearing my voice now. He's pretty. <laughs> Bless you. Well, thank you for coming on. So, uh, same Absolute back. Absolute pleasure. So, same back time, same back channel. Stay nerdy, awesome. everyone. Bye. Bye. <laughs>